Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to The Bean for Tuesday. First with yesterday's news, I am Glenn ZB. We're looking back at Monday. Uh, the subject of bikes at school came up yesterday. Uh, with there's still a lot of talk about uh, the Lady Santa situation. Uh, but first up, uh, who do we choose, China or the US, in this uh, trade war situation? Uh, Paul Buchanan. Uh, He's excited about this, I think. What do you make of this? I mean, are we stuck between a rock and a hard place here? Yeah, I like to use the analogy of straddling a barbed wire fence while standing on ice blocks. Uh, Something's going to give, and it's going to be painful either way. And I say that because, uh, you know, the, the people say, well, you know, we're being told we have to choose between China and the United States because China and the United States are headed towards a conflict. Now, the choice is not ours, Larry. Uh, The choice will be made for us. Uh, One or the other is going to put the squeeze on us uh, as things heat up. Right now, the U.S. has declared a trade war on China. There's obviously a diplomatic war for influence. Hmm. And I reckon it's only a matter of time before things get uh, kinetic, if you will. That is, it moves to the physical plane. Well, the trouble here is this, uh, and the Anne-Marie Brady case summarizes it. The Chinese, as, as a rising great power, are starting to throw their weight around the South Pacific. And they do so in many ways. They do so militarily. They do so through checkbook diplomacy, now the dollar and debt diplomacy. But they do it through these so-called influence operations, which have now been ramped up into a criminal harassment of Anne-Marie Brady because she's critical of their use of influence operations. And I say that because I believe, in fact, that it, that it is agents of the Chinese state who uh, have burgled her house and office, who have tampered with her vehicle. Uh, the People might say, well, she's doing this on her own to promote herself. She's a sober, well-known academic. I doubt very much she's doing this for publicity. Others might say it's a false flag operation by the SIS, SIS and the U.S. to smear China. Um, all I can say is I doubt very much they would waste resources on such a lo- low-level thing. Yes, Paul Buchanan has a way of making crazy conspiracy theories sound so plausible. Um, I, 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 in my episode of Glenn ZB TV today, I, I will talk about why I think I would choose China over the US if it came to that. Um, now, biking at school. This is a big uh, talker yesterday. Andrew, I'd just like to comment on... Um Julianne Dreamboat and her $23 million. <laughs> yeah. I, I might be mistaken, and I was wrong once before, but I'm pretty sure the teachers have recently been on strike and have a set of rolling strikes going because they want to be paid more, mm-hmm. they want more support, they have trouble teaching the kids the current curriculum. Who's going to teach the kids again? And are the teachers now going to say, Actually, the money that we thought we wanted, we actually need more because you're about to put $23 million on the table to teach kids to ride bikes. So clearly you've got enough money for other yeah. things and um, we're going to continue our strikes until we get what we want. I mean, I'm torn on this one. I mean, I obviously taught my kids how to ride their bikes. And it was bloody annoying. It would have been good if somebody else had come along and done it. What does Tim Beveridge think? There's now a new cycling education system. Starts pedalling today was the heading uh, that I read on the press release, I think, from NZTA. And the it basically involves spending a few million dollars teaching for the schools to teach kids how to ride bikes. Uh, there's a website called bikeready.gfet.nz. Anyway, it's about the schools teaching kids to ride bikes. Uh, 
at heart of it, at the heart of it all, in my view, is the question as to where parents' um, responsibility ends and the state picks it up. And it seems to me that this is just another step towards telling parents, don't you worry about it, we'll look after it, we'll give your kids lunch, we'll give them breakfast, we'll give them everything they need, um, we'll raise your kids for you. Uh, you just provide them with somewhere to sleep, perhaps. Uh, I would have thought that the job of teaching kids to ride a bike, if and when they want to and are ready to, is... It's not one of the classic jobs of a father or a mother to teach the child how to ride a bike. If you aren't interested in doing it, then, well, they'll learn another time. But is this really um, something that we should be spending our time and attention? And in fact, taking, they, what are they going to be building riding tracks within school grounds uh, to allow students to learn and practice riding their bikes in a safe area before progressing out of the grounds? Um, that as part of it, uh, there's a website supporting this and, and telling people how to teach children to ride a bike. Um, it's an exercise in the bleeding obvious, if I could put it that way. Getting on the bike, how to use the brakes, how to balance and move. Steer the bike where you want to go. Really? Never thought of that. I thought, why don't you just steer it into that wall? Oh, because common sense tells you not to. Get pedaling. Righty-ho. Um, what do you reckon on this one? Is it just a step too far in, yet again, the, the state assuming the role of the parent? And I think that that's what offends me. Look, some people think that it's a good idea and it's fine, but I think that's really the nub of the issue. You go a step too far when you're on a bike. What, what is the biking equivalent of a step? Do you go a pedal too far? I don't actually know. A, a revolution too far? I'll have to figure out what the the correct term for that is. And now, of course, massive talking point yesterday on uh, uh, Santa Lady. I'm just wondering whether, if she's going to be called Mother Christmas, is she going to have a big beard? Uh, well, uh, who would know? always has a big flowy beard. That's right. Well, I don't know. But let's not give the radicals anything to, um, to, to propose to the Santa Parades. Hey, but even more uh, debatable, would we really call a mother Christmas if she had boobs and a beard? Well. What would we call her then? <sighs> Graham, don't confuse me any more on this issue because I'm already enough confused. Thank you, thank you for your call. Josiah, morning. Kia ora, Chris. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm just, I'm a bit like, it, does this all come down to like we just don't want to call someone mother or father or those are the words we can change and if so can't we just like it's a lot easier for us to change our pronouns and things and and sort of how we perceive things rather than like asking someone to change what at least they say is their like core identity right i don't know what you're getting at say again well if, if so for example this um wanting to be Father, like, first of all, the Auckland mayor probably shouldn't have said that recorded. Oh, sorry, the Auckland centre recording that was probably a bit dull. But mm. um, it's it's up to those people involved to self-determine, right? It wasn't long ago we had um, re referring to all all people Maori in this country not being able to speak their language in schools. Um, isn't this another expression of of people just going, "Hey, we want a voice here. Take us seriously on our terms, and we can discuss the maybe the laws later." But it, it, I don't know, it just seems like another voice in that vein of... Yeah, I see what you're getting at. Um, I would say, playing devil's advocate, I would say 
you can't self-determine your sex. Cool, crikey, that's a curly one. It really got quite philosophical, this whole debate over whether Santa Claus can be a man or a woman. Uh, this imaginary person who doesn't actually exist. Uh, weirdly, of course, Santa Claus is actually usually a woman. Always has been mum, probably, doing the shopping, wrapping the presents, putting them under the tree. Let's be real. So that's ironic. Haven't heard anybody bring that up. Good point, Ben ZB. Uh, but anyway, it was still a hot topic. Oh, yeah. Can men literally not do a single thing without deferring to women? Acknowledging women, professing women's capabilities. Must we, as women, be offended by literally everything? And put the shoe on the other foot for a moment. What would the ardent feminist say if a man suggested Wonder Woman be played by a man? This falls into the same category as the female scientist last week who called US airport security sexist because they asked her why she needed two laptops. She said it was microaggressive. She felt she was a victim of gender bias because she'd been asked by a man a question that, to be frank, could have just as easily been asked by a woman. Likewise, a man carrying two laptops may have been asked why he was carrying them. She was being asked a genuine question, yet she felt ridiculed. So whose fault's that? His or hers? Can men not ask women questions for fear of being called sexist? If we jump up and down and scream sexist every time we are spoken to by a man, what are we doing to advance the cause of women? How is it in the interests of feminism to constantly sound like victims? How about we just answer the question and not assume the worst of every male who opens their mouth? How about we try to be a bit more discerning about what's a question and what's microaggressive? And as for the sacked sex centre, how about corporates such as farmers harden up and stop indulging this kind of madness by endorsing this current crazy currency of offence? So there you go, uh, Kate Hawksby, uh, mother of five. I'm sure she's done a reasonable amount of centering in her time. And I'm pretty sure, to the best of my knowledge, as far as I can work out, she is a woman. So, yeah, that's an interesting one. Anyway, I'm sure there'll be more Christmas stuff for you again tomorrow because it's nearly that time. I am Glenn ZB. That has been News Talk ZB. I will see you then.